0: Welcome to Moon Chasers Podcast, where three generations of witches compare their unique journeys with the craft, sharing their irreverent takes on things like daily practices, ethics, and current events, and the ridiculous way witches are portrayed in pop culture. Pour yourself a spot of tea, or some other magical libation, as they and their guests discuss tarot, astrology, feminism, and all things witchy, sometimes with wine. yay we're back hello hi yay we it's like we so went wet. on a three-month hangover or something yes, after seriously. our last episode we, we got really <laughs>
1: drunk while while watching that movie you know what though like i was on um i was on a plane a few weeks ago and i like listened to the whole thing like i listened to <laughs> most of our podcasts but like especially the lovewood stuff and i'm like you know what? we some funny bitches like so
2: funny. <laughs> I think we're funny. And I'm it so glad that Cap rambly. got to that's I mean, it got content. Yeah. Uh I'm just glad that Cap was able to be there.
0: Yes. But, uh, yes, hmm. we definitely need to have Cap back for sure. I would love to have Cap back. That yeah. added Cap. a lot. I uh what I will say is I listen to a lot of podcasts that I wouldn't normally listen to because I have a partner that listens to a lot of podcasts mm-hmm. and we always joke about how it's all the podcasts are like two dudes talking mm-hmm. and not really about <laughs> anything in particular. Like there's not a whole lot of forethought, I guess, into the conversations, but you'll get caught up in their conversations. Mm-hmm.
3: They yeah. could just be
0: about how long it took one of them to find tile for their kitchen at this place. <laughs> and they went to like eight places or whatever. Yeah. And I'm like, these are two dudes talking about finding this specialty tile somewhere. And um, I People find that listen. I, I feel like we're kind of like that, you know, like, you know, know, listen to the conversation and not necessarily learn everything, you know? Right. (laughs) Except our tiles are, you know, where we went to Phoenix
2: and Dragon the other day, (laughs) 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 which I did for actually for Cap's birthday. Well, for for Cap's birthday, it was me, Cap. That's great grammar on my part. Me, Cap and their partner, we... We went to Phoenix and Dragon. For those of you who do not live in the Atlanta area, Phoenix and Dragon is a fun little witchy bookshop and you can buy lots of good stuff.
0: It's not super little. It's actually bigger than a lot of them are, but I love the cats roaming around. I know. I
2: love that. (laughs) I'm I'm actually trying to see if maybe I can like get a gig reading tarot there every now and then, but I don't know. I'm still pretty, I mean, I don't, I don't think I'm like green, but I'm, I'm teal. Yeah. (laughs) I'm teal. I'm chartreuse. I'm not quite green, but I'm I'm not another color. Yeah, I don't know.
1: You know what? Tarot is one of those things that people study for a lifetime. But just because mm. you feel like you don't have everything memorized doesn't mean that you don't have very powerful insights to share with people.
2: Right? I I feel like writing about tarot for like a like a year and a half. I felt I feel like I haven't memorized them completely yet, but I feel like I'm. I'm I'm on my way. Oh yeah,
1: for sure. Right. I mean that that goes for tarot, for astrology, for rituals, for for me,
2: because yeah. writing
1: about all that stuff for the last three to five years, like it just drills it into your head. It really so, does. And I remember when I first brought you on um, at the first company that we used to work for. Um, yeah,
3: there was That's a little one. there was
1: there was a little <laughs> bit of witch posture syndrome in there. I was trying to convince you to do it. And you are like, oh, I don't know. I was like, no, you will learn so much. Like you're going to learn. <laughs> so much and you're going to have fun i promise yeah.
2: i did and i did and i did and i and i will continue to have fun because i am still going to inundate both of you now that i have my captive computer audience you two. <laughs>
3: um,
2: so with all of my astrological lists because full disclosure i no longer work at a job that i was working at for 2 years and because of that, this one list that I wrote never got put on WordPress or published. So at some point, probably not today, because I know today is going to be about self-care, but if we have time, I am I can read out what Riverdale characters we all are. <laughs> based on our sign. And I gave my own sign the worst character, so no one can ever say that I played favorites with Aerie. <laughs>
0: Maybe we oh just man. need to have like our own website for Moon Tacers where we just put mm-hmm. all the random shit that we need to tell people or show people. Yes. Well, <laughs> and I Let's still want to
1: like turn all of that stuff into like memes and stuff for the site because sure. Think about how much content there is and you're not taking it word for word. So even if it lives on another site, it doesn't mean that you still can't say what signs the Disney princesses are or whatever.
3: Right. You know, yeah, whatever right. list
1: you're going through.
3: Right.
2: Yeah, so there is sometimes where I'm scrolling through Facebook and I see a list. There's one that really upset me. It didn't upset me too much, but it was like, "What Stevie Nicks song are you based on your sign?" They're and it was. And you death. didn't
0: get Rhiannon. It, it,
2: it was. It was almost right. It was almost right, but it was wrong. Aquarius is not Rhiannon. I'm sorry. Aquarius is storms. It will always be storms, I so. and I will fight anyone that disagrees with me. Uh, I'm kidding. You can have your own opinions on things.
0: Aren't you Aries?
1: <laughs> yeah, like Jane yeah, only inhabiting her, her her Aries. um Sign it was fun.
2: Recently.
0: It was kind of nice,
2: though, last time we were all together because we had two fire signs, two earth signs, two taurians, mm-hmm. and then we had our sweet little water baby making us drinks.
0: Yes, <laughs> and, uh,
2: <laughs> The other bartender, what sign were they? I
0: don't oh, know. I'll well, have to ask we, him. He's we talked so... about it. I don't remember, though. Yeah, I'll find out. I think that's what it was, honestly, because that makes a whole lot of sense knowing him. Yeah. I'm going to text him right now and ask him. Um, oh,
2: by the way, speak uh, kind of piggybacking on what Ursula was saying about two guys talking about getting tile. Yeah. It just makes me think of that song, that sound that's going through TikTok and the reels. Um, Stop giving men microphones. <laughs>
0: Instead of, instead of don't go chasing waterfalls is that what the
2: song is i i no i don't i think it's like an original oh because it sounds like it, it did it sound like waterfalls. waterfalls yes i think I, I i think i'm maybe i'm just tone deaf <laughs> not, it's okay. but it's 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 very funny and it's usually played over like a like a clip of joe rogan just yeah. talking oh, out God. of his face hole uh isn't it weird that he's like the least bad one out of all of oh. them, and oh. what does that say about everybody else that he's the least bad one?
1: Nothing good.
2: Nothing good. Freaking men. <laughs> I love men. Men are fine. I'm totally not embittered because of a faulty full moon in Libra. Definitely not. No, no. We'll, we'll talk about that later. Yeah. But how are you guys doing? We've We've made jokes.
0: I'm I'm going to give you guys a heads up. I already told Jenny this earlier, but I've got my dog and uh, I'm dog sitting, and anyone comes near the house, they just <laughs> go nuts. So there's not anything I can do about the sound. Uh, like one of them's a Great Dane, and he's he's like the Mack truck of barking. Like it's Aww. like so loud. He's so I'm, I'm I'm expecting another amazon delivery so oh, that no. can come anytime between now and 11 p.m but uh yeah yeah the big one has had digestive issues this oh, week no. and so i've had to order like a whole new mop system and oh god um like disinfectant cleaner for hardwood floors because i don't want to ruin my floors oh, but... a
1: great dame that's like worse than a human
0: uh, oh god <laughs> yes he's like 170 pounds he's huge he also thinks that he, he gets to sleep with me every single night. And I, he got mad Aww. that I would not let him sleep with me last night. So, um, My, um, my roommate that I've lived with in my early to
1: mid-twenties, um, one of my best friends from a long, long, long time ago, um, she had, <laughs> when we were living together, I had a Shih Tzu. She had two dogs. She had an Australian Shepherd and this dog called a Fila Brasileiro, which is basically like a cross between a Great Dane and a Bloodhound.
0: She was oh, wow. massive.
1: Like, you You could literally, like, straddle her like a horse. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> and if she would That's jump on life. your shoulders, she was taller than me.
0: Yeah. But
1: she she was terrifying to anybody who came to the door, but she was such a cuddle bug, and she wanted to be in your lap all the time. I have all these pictures of me laying on the couch and her, like, <laughs> laying right in front of me, like, spoon me. <laughs> it was, like, spooning a, a full-size
0: human. It was really, really cute. Yeah, this dog, it's so funny because he's so loud when anyone comes to the door and he wants to be the first one at the door. Like he's like in my way when I'm trying to open the door, but he doesn't do anything after that. <laughs> like someone could just walk in the door and he's just like, dude, I'm just checking you out. Like, that's it. That's, all I'm just going to smell and he's like back up very slowly. Cause I, he backs up like a, a Mac truck like this. Does he beep while he's doing it? (laughs) I I, thank God he does not. He makes, (laughs) he snores really loud and he sighs really heavily and (laughs) passive aggressively. And, um, I don't like him sleep. I like, I love him and he, he can sleep in my bed, but he's a very active sleeper. So there's lots (laughs) of jerking and kicking and running in his sleep. And it's like, dude, you literally, are bigger than me and you're <laughs> making the whole bed shake. So, yeah. hey, so I'm baby. tired today. Yeah. <laughs> I well yeah. Well
2: I I don't think any listeners would mind hearing a doggo. Okay. No. No.
0: No, I I now they're probably waiting for it to happen so that they can hear what it is that I'm talking about. Like how freaking loud they are. <laughs> <laughs> they're or all waiting on your listener <laughs> maybe you will hear maybe yeah the door chime will go off for my camera my <laughs> camera and they will all lose their shit shay how have hmm. you been
1: doing
2: me it's been uh it's been
0: uh <laughs> immediately <laughs> all been going through some shit y'all like no, literal yeah. and figurative yes it's been so. a lot of yes <laughs> <laughs> literal. it's
2: it's been rough um i don't like to be one of those astro girlies that like to blame everything on mercury and retrograde or the moon <laughs> because i'm one of those astro leftist millennial girlies that like to blame everything on the moon and capitalism and, and, (laughs) and men. And you know what? I'm mad at all three right now, but
0: (laughs) Oh yeah. Tell me about it.
2: Um, but I, it's, you know, I'm, I'm doing my best. Uh, I've, um, these past like year and a half, it's just been rough and I've just been trying really hard to keep my head like above water and just stay afloat but every time I do it's like another wave comes crashing down and it's it's making me not want to like even try anymore and that's making me frustrated with myself because I would like to try I want to try to do things and try to get myself you know treading water again but it's just hard when I'm like disheartened afraid very sad angry it's just a lot of shit yeah. and the fact that not only is mercury in retrograde and by the way anybody that says i'm gonna get really close i'm gonna asmr my my anger here if anyone <laughs> that says that mercury mercury i can't say mercury
3: mercury okay, and you just
2: did <laughs> i'm too damn i'm too damn southern mercury
0: mercury, mercury, mercury retrograde right
2: like nuclear <laughs> Mercutio's in the microwave again.
1: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> a plague on both my houses. That was, I was going to say, that was, that was a southern <laughs> Shakespeare joke. That was amazing. <laughs> Two gentlemen of Verona approacheth. Um, <laughs> this is the kind of niche humor you get on Mood right? podcast. Remember this.
2: Yes. yes. Some redneck redneck Romeo. Uh, but um. So, dude, so one time when Mercury was in retrograde, Facebook, like all of Facebook, or like 90% of users could not uh-huh. access their their Facebook on or their Instagram. computers or their apps or Instagram. And, and now think- there was like a whole bunch of people that couldn't access their Venmo apps. Yeah. Wow. And, you know, for now that I'm going to be like exclusively... Well, not exclusively, but I'm going to be working the gig economy for a little bit. Yeah. I need my Venmo app. <laughs> um, gigs. What can I say? Um, so, yeah. Mercury in retrograde does freaking affect technological shit. I swear to God. Maybe it's confirmation bias. I don't know. But we're going to... I'm I'm mad and I still have the full moon and Scorpio blood rushing through my veins. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah. But... The full moon in Scorpio. I really think the between the Mercury in retrograde, full moon in Scorpio, a full moon eclipse mm-hmm. in Scorpio, and Pluto's in retrograde, and Pluto is now uh, dipping its feet into um, um, is it Aquarius now? I believe so. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pluto is now dipping mm-hmm. its feet into Aquarius. The it's planet go- of
1: back because of the retrograde but
2: yeah yeah, it's going to go back temporarily but then it's going to like go into Aquarius for a while and so the planet of creation and destruction is now going to move into the sign of revolution Mm -hmm. so make of that which you fucking will Um,
1: for a generation
2: (laughs) yeah anybody born during this generation might actually is either going to save the world or destroy it and there will be no middle ground Um, so be careful how you raise this next generation, uh, people, but, um, so yeah, but it's just a lot and I'm, I, I lost a job that I really loved. Um, albeit I started to love it less the last few months for reasons. Um, but I did love it um my
0: love maybe life you is... lost that job for reasons then right yeah
2: i mean pr- i know and i totally know that and it's like my love life is also weird um but that again maybe that's the universe saying no not him mm-hmm. not him stop it stop it not him
1: so but i'm gonna step can... in and be the astro yeah. girly for a second because no, i know yes, that uh, shade please got so it. fed up with me i think Right in the middle of when all of this stuff was happening. I did not not get fed up with you.
2: I love you. (laughs)
1: But But it's just eclipses are a completely different animal than just your typical full moon. So like, you know, you've got your typical full moon, new moon cycle where you, you know, the manifestation cycle is like breathing in and breathing out. It's, you know, planting seeds and then releasing and planting seeds and releasing. And it's on this 20 day cycle that is more or less predictable. You know, you you plant seeds, you wait 28 days, see what grows. Sometimes it's at six months, sometimes it's a year, reflecting back on, like, where was I during the last, you know, full moon in Scorpio. But with eclipses, they're actually running on, like, an 18-year cycle. So it's going to be 18 years before this particular axis is flipped this way during an eclipse season. So that's why I, I know people get sick of me saying I'm, like, Whenever Shay's like, what about this ritual for this weekend? I'm like, it's, it's an eclipse, don't manifest. So it's like, I'm very, very wary of these kind of practices. And not everybody agrees with me. But if you're planting seeds, like, those might not come to fruition for 18 years. So if you're trying to, like, manifest a new house or a new job or this or that, it's like, yeah, that's not, that's not going to be, like, you know, snapping to. Instant. And I was listening to Eliza Kelly, who I'm going to talk about a little bit more in a bit. Um, she's a really big proponent of not doing manifestation work during eclipses. And she was like, just think about it this way. Even if you're like, you know what? I like working with, you know, wild energies. I can, I can harness that shit. I'm powerful. I like, great. Think about who you were 18 years ago. Would you have wanted that person making decisions for you today? Like, <laughs> no. yeah. So it's a little it's just a, it's a time to to step back and and reflect and just kind of let things fall where they may and what sucks is eclipses usher in big transformations for these big kind of cycles and they're never comfortable when they happen
2: i did take your advice and i tried not to manifest anything this whole moon's this this whole thing uh this past moon um i This might sound very, I don't know, dark, but it was all about kind. Well, you know, it's it's in um, Scorpio, right? So -hmm. I was doing like rebirth kind of stuff, letting Mm -hmm. go of things, and a little bit of revenge. (laughs) Like I'm feeling not like Scorpio is known
1: for revenge or anything. I mean, oh
2: right. Well, I think it's just because my feelings have been getting hurt a lot, and I'm having a lot of rejection sensitive dysphoria and so basically I was like I just want I just want revenge and if that revenge has to be just me living a good life and rubbing it in everybody's face then so be it Mm. but so I was trying to follow I, I tried very hard to follow your advice and not manifest anything my only thing is like it's so hard not to like accidentally wish for something
1: i don't think that that's that's not really the same kind of deal though you're not like calling on the moon's energies to try and help you bring something to fruition wishing is you know yeah it's kind of the same thing but like you were like well can i apply for a job absolutely that's not the same (laughs) like you still have to put yourself out there yeah but But i'm sorry you've been going through it and i think i'm
2: sorry we i'm sorry we've all been going through it because every i think everybody on this podcast has been hit with that with all that energy okay. Mercury, pluto eclipse scorpio mm-hmm. all the all the fucking energy i'm gonna be saying fuck a lot today the <laughs> word will join ten, you the word <laughs> of the day is fuck brought to you brought with th- the
1: letter f <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh um uh cash is a sagittarius Nice. Okay. Yes, oh, I the remember. Bartender. And he, uh, I, like? I said, I said, yes, that's what we thought. And I said that we were podcasting and he said 1000% Sagittarius <laughs> with like three exclamation points. So there you go.
2: I'm so happy. It, how is so cash? Um, is, is cash? He, he, him?
0: Yeah. I remember he, he yeah. was our other bartender.
2: I remember. I just wanted to make sure that I didn't. From, oh yeah, right yeah, yeah. 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 Nice. Yeah. But He's I was going to say, um well great now I know three male Sagittariuses that I don't hate. I yeah, no four. I know four. Uh <laughs> I'm sorry. All Sag men are like that. And you know well, what I hashtag mean Hashtag not
3: that. all
1: Sag Men. <laughs> My goodness. Hashtag most Sag men.
3: <laughs> wow.
1: Um We we love them. we love a mature and self actualized Sagittarius man. Yes,
0: we we yes. do. Yes. Well we're just, or just Mature and self-actualized Sagittarian, no matter who. Oh, yeah. it is. yes, yes.
2: Because yes. they can be wise as hell, or they can be crazy as hell, or yes. I should say, or wild. crazy or, is a bad word.
0: But... Or to me, childlike. Actually. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Can, um, evade responsibility, charming. and yeah, yeah, yeah. But Very they like charming. everybody, and everybody likes them. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I. That's
2: one thing. Like one of these days, if we want to take on like a, a love, sort of, if we want to talk about love um that you know that compatibility I sound like I'm, yeah i sound like i'm quoting godspell right now let's talk about love that makes <laughs> stone and trees yeah let's talk about godspell on this witch podcast
0: hey that i was sense. in that musical i <laughs> was
2: too i sang beautiful city when i was 11 years old
0: guess but, which song i sang
2: bless the lord my soul <gasps> or turn back oh, oh man of course you did turn back oh man because <laughs> that's sexy as hell and you're sexy as hell. <laughs> but um yeah, I would love to like talk about like love compatibility because I do not get along with any person that I am supposed to be compatible with. Okay. Leo well I mean I'm well, Leo men, Sag men, a lot of them are on my shit list right now. <laughs> a lot well, of them. Well I
0: mean to me, like some of, some of the stuff, like, so a Leo and a Cancer aren't supposed to get along very well. Right. But I, I have a Pisces moon, which helps yeah. me to, to You can't understand. just go by sun signs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well,
2: I also think that Leos and Cancers are actually compatible because of my own theory that you can be compatible with like your, your planetary twin as I like, because Aries and Scorpios shouldn't work, but they often do. Right. And mm-hmm. and Taurus and Libra shouldn't work, but they often do. They and a even though ruler. Yeah, and Cancer and Leos even though they're not ruled by the same planet, they are ruled by our sun celestial parents as I like to call them, the sun and the moon they're, ru- they're ruled by our parents you know, so it would, there is like a harmony and a give and take there. So I do yeah. think
1: that Leos and Cancers can get along but. The long and short of it is anybody can be compatible it's just you know these are guidelines but also sun sign astrology that's not where you're looking for the compatibility like your moon sign is a big part of it your Your venus Venus. sign is a big part of it your mars sign is a big part of it like there's a lot of
3: yeah yeah (laughs) there's
1: there's a there's a lot of moving parts Mm -hmm. like i was looking at my niece and her boyfriend's charts and i forget exactly what it is but it's like i think an Aquarius moon and Aquarius rising was like there. no, it was like an Aquarius rising and Aquarius Venus or something. There's like a very strong connection there. Um that's good. But it's it's, it's know, not what you would typically think of when, when you just saw, you know, their sun signs next to each yeah. other. That's fair. If yeah, I ever get boring cool. with this shit, please tell me to shut up.
2: <laughs> no, I'm not bored at all. I'm I'm I I don't you don't bore me. Neither of you do. Yeah, I'm about to burp, though. Well, so.
0: I would just—I hadn't looked at it in a while, but like Fuller, so he's a Cancer, but his rising is a Leo. Perfect. And his Moon is a Taurus, which is my rising. No, that's so, there's a lot of connection. Like, it's though. like all of ours are like dancing around each other. So I guess yep. it just you know they kind of figure out where they settle and work. But um, yeah, it's it's a definitely. I, I don't know. I, I go between that. I wait to ask somebody what they are whenever I'm interested in them,
3: mm-hmm. because I don't want
0: that to like Affected. sour my oh, sure. my yeah, idea yeah. of who they are. Because <laughs> I know that I'm going to ask someone, say, like, "What's your whole birth chart?" and they're going to not even know. And if they do, then I should be dating them. Probably.
1: There's no. there's so many memes out there where it's like, "Yes, I am the creepy girl who was asking you to ask your mom for your birth time."
0: <laughs> yes, <laughs> I
2: have I, that I saw this. <laughs> I saw like it was like a screenshot of a text and it was a it was a young man texting his mom going, "Mama, what time was I born?" It's like, "You leave that witch bitch alone." Leave <laughs> <laughs> oh, <rate> our founder. That's <laughs> so good. Oh my god, I'm the witch bitch that your
1: mom's warned you about, boy.
3: Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and I've been with the same person for 17 years, so I'm just like, just I just want all the gossip. Just give me all the birth times. I have them all in my phone. <laughs> <laughs> I was on a work trip um a few weeks ago and like up with some coworkers until the wee hours drinking and I'm like, "Hey, do you know what time you were born?" And, like we went through this whole like, "Let me give you an analysis of the- why you are how you are in a work situation." <laughs> Cuz I can see nice. it all spelled out right here. Yeah. It's
0: yeah.
2: I mean, I love that. Not I it's it's fun at parties. It's fun to do at parties. It is.
0: So we are talking about like how we were recovering from the eclipse, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I will tell you that the eclipse to me was not a negative. Um, okay. It definitely... I let some shit go. Like old shit, you know? Um, I taught a class that day at this convention. And I had realized how much, even though I've been teaching the same stuff for a long time, i kind of realized that I have students who have surpassed me, right? Which is fine. That's what you want. But I've been sort of dimming my light in teaching because Mm. I have felt they are doing so much better than I was at teaching. And for some reason I had the sort of, and I had it as a conscious thought. It wasn't like an unconscious thing that I thought about later. It was a conscious thought that I had going in. Right. And I was like, you know what? I'm just here to have a good time, like, and do what I do. And I ended up having one of the best classes I've had in a really long time. First of all, it was very full. Um, Mm -hmm. But I also felt like I got my voice back for the aspects that I'm strong in with teaching, and um, it felt like all of the insecurity that I'd kind of let myself have over the past several years just dropped. Mm. And what resulted from that was sort of this new love for doing what I do again, but also I was in a situation like with my with my partner. Um, I don't know what that noise is. It sounds like a whale just passed by. I know um, I think that was, uh, there's a, there was a big old truck that passed. by. Oh, house, got it. So. Uh, okay. oh, it's okay. Um, no, I was also in a situation with my partner where normally um, I would feel insecure and freak out and like all this kind of stuff. And I decided, okay, am I going to, am I going to, am I going to go back to old patterns or am I going to like figure out something new? Right. And, I ended up, uh, I just ended up letting the new happen. And even though I wasn't happy and I was like, you know, sitting at home by myself or whatever, I didn't go into my, I I'm very like anxious avoidant, but more avoidant than anything in my relationship, you know, like mm-hmm. it's, one, it's one of my love languages is avoidance. <laughs> um, but I, and I could have, <laughs> I could have done that, but I didn't do that either. You know, I kind of, there were times that I felt uncomfortable and I sat with it and I just, um, I don't know. It's like, and we're talking about like 18 years ago was when I had my first child. I was actually 18 years ago, like right around now is when I found out that I was pregnant. Oh, and I, now you have me thinking about the kind of person that I was then Mm -hmm. and all of the shit that happened between then and where I am now. And that makes a lot of sense. OK, you know that there's this new like it's it's almost like, you know, and it, that's what this the Scorpio lunar eclipse does. Right. It's you shed that skin. And so mm-hmm. that's what I felt like I did whenever the weekend was done. That's fantastic. So I, I, I also did no magic the whole time because I'm also a, belief, okay. a believer in, <laughs> in um, chaos being created from trying to manifest during a lunar eclipse and especially in, in Scorpio, but like eclipses, you know, they do tend to have more chaotic and it's, it's a really be careful what the fuck you wish for. Right. Mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. cause, uh, cause they are powerful too, but yeah. So I, I'm, I'm kind of, um, I, I do feel tired after though. I did feel tired after the weekend. Yeah. And after
1: yeah. I, I feel like, I feel like shoot up and spit out. And I feel like I've kind of been saying that the last couple of months, but specifically now. And it was even, it's interesting going into things like this when you do keep an eye on the astrology. I'm like, okay, Scorpio, it's going to be in my fourth house. The fourth house is all about, like, home. And I was trying to buy this house that I knew was falling through. And I was like, okay, the eclipse is coming around. I'm going to need to release the expectations that I had there. It's painful, but that's just you know, stick a pin in it, three of swords, it's in the background, whatever. Um, the fourth house is also the the house of family and not to sit here and be like, Oh, the only thing that ever happens in life is because of astrology. But in the last month I had an uncle pass away very abruptly. I had an aunt in the hospital for more than a week with severe heart issues. I have a cousin who was diagnosed with something scary. I had, a, you know, one of my best friends, her um, father is in hospice right now it's just like family 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 stuff and i don't know about you guys as families but you know, spill a little dirty laundry not really i don't know what it is but when tragedies happen all around somehow they all still they just want to go for the jugular it's like it it awakens like old accusations, old scandals, old skeletons trying to peek out of the closet—things that I never wanted to hear for the rest of my life. I'm like, y'all I just need to. Sim- You're yellow. 60 and 70 yeah. years old. Just, just calm the fuck down. But it's yeah. like all of that stuff. So I thought it was going to be all about like I thought I was prepared to just like let let this house thing go. And it's like, nope, it's, it's your house, family too. Here, yeah. So that's been the exhaustion. And not only that, but you know listening to and supporting the other members of my family who were wrapped up in this and it's just a severe emotional hangover you know it's just it's exhausting but so Ursula you're a Taurus rising correct yes yeah so depending I mean I don't have your chart in front of me and, and and depending on what degree you're in this could be slightly different but um, that would mean that the Scorpio eclipse happened in your seventh house. And that's the house of partnerships. And that can be romantic partnerships. That can be business partnerships. It's also the house of balance. So the fact that you were able to to get in there and find your equilibrium, even though you said like, this was not comfortable, but I sat with it. And I, right. I feel okay going through it. Like that That means something to me. And then Shays is just the house of rebirth.
2: <laughs> well, yeah, mine. It's weird. My my houses are so weird because so many of them are on the, um, the zero degree, or they're like close to the zero degree. Mm-hmm. So I don't have, because um, like my my rising is Pisces, so then it should just go down. It, then, it yeah, but it all depends on
1: on what degree it's it it at. So
2: yeah, um, uh, but yeah, my my uh, Scorpio is in my eighth house, right?
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. Uh, it's in my eighth house. So that's pretty much why I just focused on like the rebirth stuff and, you know, bit of the bit of the revenge just because I'm feeling particularly salty. Right. Uh, so um, um, I mainly just, yeah.
1: Yeah. So the eighth house is, is transformation and rebirth and, sex and intimacy and intuition and it's all the it's all the Scorpio stuff it's all the the kind of scarier stuff yeah um actually I was gonna just yeah for sure I was gonna run down this just real quick for anybody listening and wanted to look backwards and maybe piece together why you were feeling really really raw or really good or really you know whatever around May 5th um so it was a, a lunar eclipse and in not Scorpio. just because it's Cinco de Mayo <laughs> right.
2: well, I also think it was, <laughs> not just it because was of the margaritas
0: Beltane. <laughs> yes
2: yeah well it was lunar Beltane right it wasn't just mm-hmm. uh, because yeah I don't know I I'm I'm friends with somebody on Facebook who um is like their job is an astrologer like that's it's mm-hmm. it's literally how they make their money um and they were very they were, they're they're kind of uppity. <laughs> they're like very hoity toity. They're like, I don't know why everyone is celebrating Belt because it was May first, May Day. I don't know why everyone mm-hmm. is celebrating Beltane right now because technically real Beltane's supposed to be on the fifth because it's lunar belt. I'm like, let us enjoy things. Actually <laughs> it
0: depends on yeah. what you celebrate, because I also follow somebody else who's actually a Celtic witch who yeah, actually uh-huh. follows the way the Celtic calendar did it, and they did it it was before the calendars that we have now. And so technically it was the second full moon after, um, the second full moon after the equinox would have been, which would have been like the 20th of April. So if you, if you follow that, but you know, there's, there's, there's different ways to do it. And, you know, sometimes people just need a marker, like, yeah, you know, um, like it's it's a date, it's a specific date, and it's also like on the cusp of two things with we're two months where the weather's getting that much better, right? And you're getting that many more days of mm-hmm. sun and all that and and heat. So yeah, yeah,
2: I, I'm just in the opinion it. like st- stretch out the celebration. Like yes. this is very yeah, sure. Catholic of me, but it's like you know we we <laughs> celebrate Christmas from Christmas Eve till January sixth, which is now a weird date in the american yes. hive mind yes but um it's supposed to be the epiphany it's supposed to be where we celebrate a little italian witch riding around on a broomstick giving candy <laughs> to kids like that is what we should be remembering for that day oh and and jesus and, and the wise men, and there but...
0: were, there were not enough epiphanies happening on that day as far as i'm no. concerned
3: no <laughs> yeah, there was not. a lot of
2: what, whatever the opposite of an epiphany is the opposite of an epiphany. dumb assery, dumb <laughs> a lot of demonstrate um,
1: yeah i, I, lo- I a love lot of i love i love you and that word like that that and i used the word ass hattery yesterday i thought that
3: <laughs> I, That's I just hattery. Love-
1: yes <laughs> okay well just so that really really quick of, Oh, on um, yeah. yes yes go ahead I was, oh, no, like, I was yes go written. ahead
0: with the may 5th thing that you were going to talk about yeah 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 um, Okay, religion. so just
1: running through the um, the signs really quick for for um, May 5th. So it was an eclipse in Scorpio. So if you were a Scorpio rising, and if you don't know your rising sign, you could go by your sun sign too. But it's a little more specific if you know your rising sign. So Scorpio rising, that would be in your first house, which means that you would have been coming up with something you needed to release around identity or self-expression. Um. Libras that would be in your second house Libra rising so that would um something would be um coming up around value it doesn't have to be money but it can be money it could be possessions it can be personal values um Virgo would be dealing with third house things which is all like intellect and um communication and thought and sometimes travel like local travel uh, for Leo risings like me, it was in your fourth house, which is the the house of home, which sounds very cheesy. But it's it's home, it's structure, it's stability, it's parents, it's family. Um for cancers, it's in your fifth house, which is the house of um sex and play and passion and creativity. Uh Gemini's Gemini rising. Um, you would be dealing with six house issues, which has a lot to do with health, with work habits, with work, like in a smaller sense, just like your day-to-day rituals and routines. Also like acts of service. Um, for Taurus, it's in the seventh house, which is what I was talking about with Ursula. That's partnerships and balance. It can deal with marriage. It can deal with business partnerships. Um, Aries, dealing with the eighth house which is like we said about transformation death and rebirth um intuition sex uh oddly um shared finances i never really understood exactly how that fits in with the other themes but it's in there if you think about like death then and like estates and things like that it kind of makes sense um, for Pisces, it's your ninth house, and that's the house of expansion and travel and philosophy and education. Um, Aquarius, that would be your tenth house, which is the house of like career and legacy. Um, Capricorn, the 11th house, that's the house of your greater community and like humanitarianism. And for Sagittarius, that's your 12th house, which is all about rest and dreams and inner worlds and all sorts of otherworldly Piscean kind of deal.
0: Anyway. That's just a reminder that it was, you were talking about uh, rising signs, not sun signs. Yes. Yes.
1: It, again, if you don't know your rising sign, you can go by your sun sign, but it's a lot more specific with the rising sign.
2: I do what have we a quick say? question for you, Jenny. Um, so, you know, um, I wanted to like kind of come in and say, that this is what these houses should be. This is this is where Scorpio should be in your chart if you have these specific rising signs. But again, things are weird, time is weird, um, degrees and stuff, because my chart is my house chart is all wonky and all over the place. Um but if I am a Pisces rising, mm-hmm. where should libra be in my house chart because i actually don't have libra anywhere in my house yeah chart or my Scorpio normal
0: anywhere in mine either
2: yeah like where should libra um be?
1: it kind of depends on the house system you're working with i think most of the apps work with the placidus house system which mm-hmm. is how you can get some of this stuff a little wonky because yeah. with like a whole house system um your rising sign starts at zero degrees of your rising sign and it's yeah with placidus it's like no actually when were you born it might i think i'm like a 23 degrees leo rising so that's how that okay. kind of gets a little messy sometimes and mm-hmm. with placidus not not all of the houses are the same they're not all like yeah. perfect 30 degrees so some can encompass, so- encompass two signs
2: but if it was like perfect and like we didn't have to worry about placidus and we just went down the line where would libra be in my house chart if i'm a pisces rising
1: um i believe that would be in your eighth house
2: yeah that's interesting and weird (laughs) because i i kind of i've been spiraling a bit um so last last month i did a full moon and libra ritual because you know, I've been single for six years and I, cause basically I just wanted to like focus on myself and focus on my career and things that I wanted to do. And by the time full moon, this full moon and Libra rolled around, you know, I wanted to like, I wanted to invite love in and I know, and I, and I should know better than to like expect something to happen like, right after I do a ritual, because, you know, I did a ritual for creativity, and I did a ritual for, like, because I think the very first, like, real full moon ritual I did by myself, because um, I've done full moon rituals with you guys at the studio, but I'm mm-hmm. talking about, like, a personal thing that I did for myself, Um, it was, like, God, March 2020, maybe, which, <laughs> that's fun, but... um. <laughs>
3: right I, it was fun I was for everybody. So, right. it was so <laughs> much fun
2: i i was trying to manifest because basically what i want i wanted to be able to make a life out of creating like i wanted to i was trying to basically manifest um uh jobs that i could make money while being creative and i did you know i got the i got the writing job eventually mm-hmm. it took like a almost a whole year so and I should know I should know that you know something's not going to happen the minute that you ask for it and the minute you try to manifest it like I should know that but um so this is I I mentioned earlier that Ursula might
1: judge me a bit
2: I I know you don't judge Ursula I'm saying my inner Ursula is judging me um I like the idea that we all
1: have an inner Ursula
2: we should all have an inner (laughs) Ursula because I when cha- whenever not me, but somebody who looks a lot like me who dances named Vixie. Um mm. we're so like me and her. It's it's weird, it's uncanny, isn't it? uh, uh we have the same measurements and everything. I borrow oh, her wow. clothes all the time. Um Vixie tries to channel her in her <laughs> Oh
0: no, but, it no, was Smitty, fu- the the <laughs> it roller coaster. Was sh- <laughs> operator the whole time yes.
2: it was me but uh god i love you um, but basically so i had been talking to this gentleman um for a couple months for quite a few months and he initiated everything and you know what I'm i'm not gonna say his name i don't think he listens to this podcast but if he ever did Screw you. I'm kidding. (laughs) But, um, But, uh, I don't think he will. He doesn't seem like the podcast type. Um, but he initiated everything, you know, like he messaged me first. He's the one that asked me out on a date. He, you know, he's the one that like kissed me first. Like he did, he initiated everything. And, um, and I really, and I thought he liked me. I did. I mean, I, 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 I felt like he was dropping some pretty hard signals, and I thought I was picking him up. And during the full moon in Libra, you know, because I do have a tendency to like self sabotage and stuff. I mainly just wanted to like invite love in. I wanted to invite some sort of emotional, harmonious balance in. And I didn't want to self sabotage. And I remember I was just asking like. Uh, you know, a relationship where I feel safe, and the problem is, is that I was always taught very adamantly by some of the women in my family, don't ask for anything too specific, and don't
3: or ever eyes try just to got huge. Yeah.
2: <laughs> like, <laughs> like, and don't ever wish for a person, or don't ever try to do a love spell on a person. And I didn't, and I was very cognizant of that. And it's like I don't want to do a love spell on this person because that's unethical but it's one of those things like it's hard it's hard when they're like in in your mind you know mm-hmm. it's like okay push them out of your mind so you don't manifest that like don't but it's like it's hard because it's it's like no 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 no. like think killian murphy think <laughs> think <laughs> alexander skarsgård think uh michael b jordan think anybody else other than this guy think like an ideal like a you know and, and I, and I did try, I don't know, again, I, I, I did try to do this as ethically as possible. It's just hard, you know, sometimes when like they, like that person just pops up into your head without you necessarily wanting them to. So I, and I do think though that, it, and for those of you listening at home, it did not work out, uh, that, that whole thing ended with me being ghosted for three days Um, And then, yeah. And so part of me thinks like, because I started like really spiraling. I'm like, oh my God, did I, did I try to manifest him when I was trying really hard not to manifest a specific? Was I, did I do that accidentally? And when I was trying not to, or was that just the universe saying, not him? No, no, not him. (laughs) Bye-bye. Like, like push him aside, not him. And so I'm wondering, like, was, did I do something unethical or is the universe just telling me this is not the person that you're going to feel safe with eventually?
0: So this is the way I feel, though, about what you're talking about being unethical. Being unethical would be I'm buying the candle. I'm making the oil. I'm anointing my candle. I'm writing his name in it. I'm doing all of these things without talking to him about it, without like knowing, like without having his consent of us. Like, let me manifest a good relationship for the two of us, right? Mm -hmm. With with the
1: intention of changing his mind,
0: right? With the intention, with the intent of changing his life and his trajectory, relationship wise or whatever. That said, what you're talking about, I've done many times, and and I have to remind myself, okay, and this is going to get graphic. Um,
3: Dang I have to remind
0: myself after... after dark. <laughs> <laughs> yes, let me let me take on this voice while I talk about it. No, <laughs> um, so I have to remind myself that you know my one of my strongest areas of magic is sex magic, right? And so there yeah. have been many times in my life where I am uh self satisfying. And somebody who I am crushing on or whatever is the person on my mind. And Mm -hmm. it becomes this weird, almost like this weird vortex of thought during that time period. Yeah. You know, whenever that's happening and I have manifested things that were not good for me, but accidentally Mm -hmm. like, where it's like something that was a turn on also turned into a major shift in, you know, it, but it wasn't something that I was doing on purpose. It was just they were on my mind at that time. And because I happen to be a witch and I happen to work magic in this particular way stronger than others, then um I've I've made I've made something happen that way, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Um And I have to remind myself, like, you know, we've, I don't know if we've talked about the first time I realized like the power of thought, um, even when you're not trying to manifest something and how emotions and all those things that go along with it can manifest even a desire, even if it's a negative desire, it's a, I don't want this thing, but I'm so scared and I'm worried about this thing happening. And so that thing ends up happening because the fear is so strong and it's on your mind and it's the thing that you're always thinking about and and projecting. And so therefore, you're manifesting. So I don't think that what you did was anything unethical because it's not anything that I haven't done without thinking about it myself. To me, when it's unethical, it's when you're making those plans, you're trying to get them away from somebody else. It is what we were talking about. It is the love witch, right? Mm -hmm. It is what she was doing. And so to me, that's the big difference.
2: And I think that's what I was like worried about because I know that we talked extensively of how unethical Elaine (laughs) is in that movie. Um, You're not Elaine, sweetie. uh, Well, oh, here's the other thing. And if my therapist listens to this, (laughs) I would love it if my therapist listened to this, honestly. I love my therapist. We would be friends if it wasn't wholly unethical to be friends with your therapist. Um, But um, I wrote a article um, before, before I no longer had that job, I wrote an article about the love, witch because they were letting me like write things that weren't like astrology related for a second. And they were um, and for like a hot second that lasted like all of one article. Um, but I don't, I know I sent it to Jenny. I don't know if I sent it. I think I sent it to you, Ursula. I think so. I put it on the, I'll, in I'll send chat? it to you, okay. uh, but I'll send it to you like specifically. Cause I know yeah. things get buried in the chat.
3: Yeah.
2: Um, but I, I basically, I wrote this whole article. I was very proud of it. I think it's one of the best articles I've ever written just to toot my own horn. And I sent it to my therapist. Um, because I do like do a lot of like psychoanalyzing Elaine in this article, which, you know, yeah. I'm not a I'm not a mental health professional, but I do feel like I've been in therapy long enough. where It's like I recognize some of the things that she's doing in me um, or in some of my friends who have had mm-hmm. toxic relationships. Um, and my therapist, she read it and then she said, I see a lot of Elaine in you. I'm like, no,
3: <laughs> <laughs> no, no
2: no it's, oh
3: god
2: just drive myself up a cliff right now if she, she now mo-
0: that i already knew yes <laughs> I,
2: if she watched well, the
1: movie and then said that that would be an issue
2: yeah no she she just read the article so maybe that and here's the thing i'm very i don't think i, I well jenny you read it do you yeah. think that I'm, i give elaine too much of a break in the article yeah. or do you think okay i don't think so so. Maybe, i think, but, I think um, like
1: i mean you are going through and explaining why you think she does the things she does so if some people might interpret that as as a break but like you said you're kind of psychoanalyzing
2: i think i sympathize with her more than anybody else in the movie because most of the people in the movie suck except maybe barbara (laughs) and maybe trish um but yeah i was just i was just worried and i think when when my therapist said that i was like man if i bring this up this like no. this love ritual that i did to ursula i was like oh no is she gonna think that i'm elaine too um yeah so i just because you know there was some self-satisfying as ursula said and it's like it is hard not to like picture the person
1: you
3: i know? can't and control it
1: is... my mind with i mean i i
3: but yeah. I
0: just but it's, at the it's same time it's, I'll difficult. tell you what I've learned what I've learned to do is I've learned to to send out the good feelings that I have to somebody mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. that I, uh, that like I hope you feel this pleasure yourself mm-hmm. in something
2: mm-hmm. versus
0: I'm using this to make you mine right, right. Like that's different yeah, yeah. Well,
2: well because I didn't uh my my intention was like it would have been wonderful Honestly, like in my head at the time, now I'm looking back. I'm like, maybe it wouldn't have been that wonderful now that I'm seeing things clearly. Mm -hmm. But at the time I was thinking, oh, this this would be lovely um, if we ended up together. But that's the thing. I didn't want to like take him away from anything at all. Like Mm -hmm. I didn't want to give up my life. I didn't want him to give up his. It was simply, and I hate to say this because it is quoting Elaine from Love Witch, but it's like, I honest to God thought I was working with something that was already there because when he initiated everything, I thought, Oh, he must like me just as much as I like him. Mm -hmm. If not a little bit more. And I think maybe the full moon in Libra was like, fuck that. No, he doesn't Mm -hmm. (laughs) No, you're wrong child. Um, and, and I think, and then when I was like talking about like my houses and stuff with Jenny and I was talking about My birth chart, I realized I don't have any Libra in my chart or my house, in any houses at all. So I'm wondering, maybe Libra is just not the sign to work with. So my math
1: was wrong earlier because astrology is nothing but math, math, math oh
2: um, scary <laughs> don't don't tell me that don't ruin astrology for me jen right
1: god <laughs> that that's my one thing when everybody's like oh ooh, yeah i'm a
3: there is
0: i'm a scorpio ser- so
1: i'm gonna like no you don't understand how many charts there are
3: some um, yeah
1: so actually shay with a with a pisces rising um libra would rule your sixth house not your seventh
2: so it's my workhouse and my well okay so it's
1: it's it's work it's health it's also service it's like how you can be of service to other people and we were talking about this the other day because it's kind of flip-flops so i'm gonna forever be a people pleaser your seventh house is is virgo so that's still it's that it's a flip-flopped energy you know yeah so So yeah it's people pleasing um, there's there's like an an element of like maybe criticism in there but also just like it's it's more like, you know, acts of service is the love language in that situation.
2: That could also be very much why I have so much anxiety and I'm very timid when it comes to relationships. I'm very like, I want like, I, I want to be loved so badly, but then if somebody starts showing me like a modicum of of affection, I'm like, oh, gross, get away,
1: You'll go back. <laughs> That's also your but, Aquarius moon, my love.
2: I know. God, uh, I, I I realized something about Aquarius the other day that I'll bring up in a second. But, uh, but I also was thinking, you know, Ursula talked about, you know, a lot of sex magic and mm-hmm. things of that nature. I just don't think sex and love magic are my bag. I think, as I talked earlier, I'm bardic. Yeah. Creativity is more my thing. So I think I'm just going to stay in my lane and just stick to, like, creative rituals or, you know, you know, like mind mental health rituals like I think I'm just gonna stay in my little creative
1: lane Mm -hmm. and not try to mess with love or sex at all so that would be a fun topic (laughs) for another day to actually get really into the nitty-gritty of all all three of us and where we think our practices shine I would love that for me it's um there's an element of speaking things out loud that 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 tends to bring things about for me which it's cool to experience it's not like you know all the time obviously but for me writing is a really big deal and i will notice like when i'm doing things like when i i was being paid to write about astrology and to write um um like uh guided meditations let's say like i was trying to think of how to do this guided meditation and then it was like 10 minutes later i had like almost 10 pages and i didn't remember writing it and i could always tell with like my notebooks when that happens because i start like writing in circles it's like this weird spherical sort of or spiral where is is gemini in your charts i wonder um gemini is my 11th house that kind of makes yeah my venus
2: sense that really does i mean yeah that i mean that's a pretty but my but my moon
1: is in my third house so okay. that's a lot of, a lot of the creativity, the but just like the that's in the one of the house. only.
2: Hmm? I thought the moon was in the seventh house and Jupiter aligned with Mars <laughs> and peace <laughs> is guiding the planet. Hey, Pluto's and an Aquarius.
3: I'm Pluto's sorry. Aquarius. I, had to,
2: I, I had to do the age of Aquarius
1: yes, thing. I'm sorry, but it. I didn't mean to interrupt you, but um, no, just... that's basically like one of the only times that I can think of. You know, writing helps with manifesting, but I I literally get into almost like a transcendental state sometimes when I write, and that's not something yeah. I usually experience in other areas of my life. So I just think it would be really cool to do like a deep dive into all that.
0: Ursula okay. wants would, to talk
1: about sex magic more.
0: <laughs> I would. Lo- I, I wanted to teach a class about it last weekend, and I had to cancel the class because I had a scheduling issue. Uh-huh. But uh, yeah,
2: I would love to take that class, oh. but.
1: Somebody, um, got
2: look what is their doggy? Oh my god,
1: he's so huge! He's so big! He's a mech truck. Oh, he's, oh,
2: he's got he's like so
1: Weimariner coloring,
0: yeah, he's, he's really pretty. He's like a silvery,
2: he's I feel so um, bad for the listeners because they can't see how cute this dog
1: is. He's a great Dane, but he's silver. Oh, <gasps> yes. oh, he's so pretty. They call
0: him blues, the okay, floppy ears. Beautiful. Like he's beautiful. He's coming to tell me he needs to go outside, so okay, uh, mute while y'all chat. Okay, cool. And, um,
2: yeah, maybe I do kind of feel a little ri- a writer, witch, a witchy writer as well. That's well, that's the easiest I way mean, for me to get my creativity out.
1: Yeah, me too. It always has been. That's always been something that actually came very naturally to me. That it took me a really long time to come around to the fact that I could, you know, use writing and editing as a profession because it was like, the wait, I didn't go. I did kind of go to school for it because I went to journalism school, but it was like, it didn't seem like work. So it didn't seem like something I could do with a vocation.
2: Right? Yeah. I, my dad always wanted me to be a writer.
1: Yeah. He
2: always went. And that was kind of why, like, it sucked so much when I lost the job because that was like the first time in a long time he told me he was proud of me. Oh, so, You're gonna, you know,
1: just, you yeah. know, that one company. mm-hmm. <laughs> We can write stuff for the podcast. You can put all those thoughts up on Medium or something while you're waiting to find something else.
2: Yeah, I have a couple ideas. Um, You know, I'm pretty good at writing children's stories, so maybe I'll try that.
1: Yes, I'm so excited about that idea.
2: For as raunchy as I am, (laughs) for all... For all the dirty jokes I tell, I used to be a stand-up comedian and I told the dirtiest jokes. Uh, The person who's not me but looks a lot like me, Vixie, you know, she's a burlesque dancer. Um, (laughs) So, like, you know, like, for as dirty as I am, I'm, like, surprisingly good at writing children's stories.
1: Well, you're surprisingly good at at making, like, songs that are very raunchy, (laughs) child-friendly, as I found out this last weekend. Yes. Uh, for those of
2: you who don't know me, I work at the Renaissance festival sometimes, not all the time, but sometimes I don't have full seasons left in me. It's, it's too much, but the past couple of years I've been working as a, actually one, once upon a time, she's, she's coming back on. Ursula was a siren with me at the uh-huh. Renaissance festival and you looked amazing by the way. And basically we just tell, I think I just got a notification. Sorry about that. Um, basically we just sing these parodies of songs and sometimes I, I don't know every song and i try to but i do have a
1: parody of wap I think a children's you did that friendly one. version you, you got get low you did i did get low um, um baby got back
2: i <laughs> i, I do love that one i also love one time some very drunk people at the end of the day requested colt 45 <laughs> and so I was, and i didn't know what to do because we have to because we're supposed to be like sirens in a dunk tank so we're supposed to make all these like ocean puns and beanbag puns because they're all throwing beanbags it's like colt 45 and two mermaids maybe that's all we need go to the dunk tank after dark um play in the sea
0: weed <laughs> yeah the only thing i ever sang was maybe this time from cabaret because no one would ever knock me oh yeah no
2: i love it though because so we have like these bean bags that you're supposed to throw at the button um they're like why don't you give us like like baseballs i'm like because that'll break the button the button's delicate sorry and whenever they miss they're like these these damn bean bags and i'm always so i'm i'm pretty shitty sometimes to them i'm like yeah sir blame the bean bags (laughs) it's it's not the fact it's not the fact that you've had like three horns worth of mead or anything. It's, <laughs> it's all the beanbags' fault.
0: Well, you but got the—you got like the, got like the dirtiest job place. I've ever had. Like the mm-hmm. dirtiest job I've ever had. Like you're just filthy by the end of the day. Like there's oh, just God, mud, yeah. everything mud like everywhere. water splashes everywhere. You're wet, getting in and out. Mm-hmm. There's—it's like you're. It's basically you get out into mud uh mosquitoes mm-hmm. are breeding in the water and <laughs> yes. on the ground just, oh. well fun. It, was fun. it was fun but yeah if i have to, to work a job at, though.
2: yeah if i have to work a job at fair in a 90 degree day
0: yes that's the way the yes. yeah. but
2: last year the very first day it snowed yeah when i was in the dunk tank yeah because the geniuses who run that place. I don't, I don't care if they get mad at me for saying this. They ain't gonna listen to this. Uh, the geniuses, the powers that be decided, Oh, let's open the the fair a week early uh, in the middle of April when it's still kind of freaking cold. Oh, it the first snowed. day
0: the year that I did it, it was mm-hmm. like, I, I have Raynaud syndrome. So when there's stress mm-hmm. oh, on my God. body, like, and it could be like physical stress or emotional stress, uh, you know, I lose, uh, the capillaries in my extremities but, like, shut fingertips off fingertips yeah. and stuff. Yes. Yeah. So between it being freezing cold and they do have a heater in the water. So like actually wanted mm. to be in the water and not out of the water, but between the, the cold and the anticipation adrenaline that's constantly happening of you mm-hmm. Am I going to get like, am I just going to yeah. go down into this water? Right. Like it's between those two things. When I finally got my break, which was not until like, noon one maybe two I don't even remember when we started and when I had to get whenever I got off uh luckily the sun was out I was I was scared because it had been so long since I'd felt like half my hands and half my feet
3: mm-hmm. oh, wow. and I'm like trying
0: to walk not feeling half my feet like it, it was it was it was not Man. good
2: yeah. I remember I had to go and get you like a cup of hot water yeah yeah At one point yeah it was it was a yeah It can be a lot. I kind of wish last year, because it was going to be so cold, I actually bought, like, an Elsa doll. And I was like, Uh you guys can dunk the Elsa doll, because we don't want to get in there. Uh, Freeze her. Yeah. The cold doesn't bother her anyway. It's fine. not at all. But, um, yeah. So, yeah. This Moon Chasers podcast brought to you by the Georgia Renaissance Fair.
0: Um,
2: (laughs) I'm sure they would love to sponsor us. Mm, I bet. But
1: um, I am yeah, kind of yeah. jealous of like um, I have coworkers in Kansas City, and I was talking to somebody the other day, and they're like, "Wait, your Renaissance Fair is like it's like ninety degrees." I'm like, "Yeah." They're like, "Here, like you hear Renaissance Fair, and you think like crisp, cool day in the fall," and I'm like, "You suck because the the costumes that you want to wear there, like oh oh yeah, no
2: I." I would one of the one of the years, actually two of the years, I was a a bad guy. I was a, a mercenary, <laughs> and along with uh, my friend Lucas, and we were German Lanchkinex, oh. and we wore wool costumes.
1: Oh God, no! See that, that in sounds ninety like
2: degree heat, and I was like. <laughs> Because <laughs> Lucas really wanted to be Lanschkinex because he wanted to make like these really cool, colorful costumes, and that's awesome. But I was like, we could just be, you know, like raggedy peasants, you know, we can be <laughs> raggedy peasant mercenaries and wear cotton, that's good too. But no, <laughs> you wouldn't hear it. Uh, that's we funny. made pretty costumes though, so that's good. But yeah, um, but now that, but now that we've talked about, re- we've spent like a good 10 minutes talking about Renaissance
1: Fair, <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs>
2: That's Let's kind bring of it witchy. back to
1: something. I mean, I mean, So no, I got um, <laughs> I got some witchy stuff there. There's some really fun vendors. There was one vendor over by the dunk tank, and there's, I forget what it was called, but I got this really cool, like, tapestry banner there. But she was uh, doing, yes. like, a, a money spell in her booth. And I, 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 know like,
2: exactly. I know
1: there, exactly. There's, like, everyone. a little, a, okay. She was I awesome, was but I like do to- I know. I walked in, and I was like, ooh, somebody's doing a money spell. She's like, yeah, I mean. Kind of trying to make money here, <laughs> but yeah. So I got this really cool banner. It's like a moon phase kind of thing, and this cute mm-hmm. little figurine that's like a grumpy mandrake that I just couldn't resist. They he has like a cute little butt, and I, I couldn't I couldn't help it. Oh. Um, and I got a a dagger because they John's always mm-hmm. all about like the armory and the the weapons and stuff, and mm-hmm. he has a really big knife collection. I saw this one. It's like it's literally a dagger. It's not. It's like double sided, and I was like, oh, "I need anathema." I was like, "That is gonna be that's gonna be a ritual. Like that's ceremonial thing." So I'm really excited about that. And it's over on the other side of the room, where I would show you guys. It's beautiful. So well, yeah, Renfair could to- be witchy.
2: I mean, uh, the, you know, the joke is that the Venn diagram between fair witchy shit. Burlesque in the kink community is a stack of pancakes. (laughs) So, that's why I like all the people there. (laughs) One year I was at Frolicon and I saw some of the stage act people there, and I was like, hey, I'm going to see you tomorrow at Ren Fair (laughs) because we're both working. But, um, yeah, uh, she, she's stepped away for a second, but you know who got me my first, who gave me my first Athame was Ursula. Oh, yeah. Yes, she she was. It was Marie condoing and she Marie condoed her, uh, her athame to me. (laughs) So I was very happy. That's awesome to have that. But, um, yeah, I was, uh, I was just telling Jenny that you Marie condoed your athame to me, Mm. Ursula. I still have it. It's kind of in storage right now because everything, my life is in boxes. but, But, yeah. But anyway, so now that the eclipse and the retrogrades and the and the full moon in Scorpio has done a number on us, mm-hmm. but not always a bad number. Um, how how should we talk about self care now?
0: Yeah, so, what's do, funny is that Friday, you, uh, Friday or no, it was Saturday after.
2: No, no, no. My, oh. What
0: what I did Saturday? Um, I was uh, producing a show and. Mm-hmm. I made everyone bath salt, like, Ooh, nice. you know, that was going to stay and perform because we were performing late. And so like, I actually like did something that I would do for myself, but then I gave it to other people too, you know? so I love that. I've gotten, I, I haven't been great about taking baths lately. Cause that's my big, that's obviously the opposite of fire stuff, right? That's <laughs> one of the ways that I can, I do just chill out. Mm-hmm. Um, I've also been doing a lot of standing up for myself and what I believe lately, nice. which I think is a very big part of self-care for some people. So
1: for sure. Yeah.
0: Awesome. Um, I've been, um, as
1: a Truetorian, I have been reminding myself that nothing centers me more than a little forest bathing. Mm -hmm. And I am lucky enough to live um, on a nature preserve, basically. I have a lot of hiking trails around here, um, lots of wildlife. We saw, like, a deer on the trail the other day. And there's hawks and herons and so many turtles and foxes. And, like, it's just so cool. But we have a screened-in porch that looks out over the water. So what I've been doing the last couple of weeks, but specifically the last few days is working from the porch so I get the nice like breeze and I'm still you know I try to take two walks a day just out on the trails but um yeah forest bathing does it for me like being out in the fresh air and it's really easy to forget that because I do have a really bad habit of actually working from my bed with my laptop which is it's a no-no but like yeah there are certain days you know Sometimes a girl needs a heating pad and just doesn't mm-hmm. want to get out of her comfy bed, you know? So, but it's really, you. yeah, right. But it's, it's easy to, if you don't ever see the outside of your bedroom, it's not good for the mental health. <laughs> so, Cause it's like, I'm done with work. I'm exhausted. I just want to chill out and watch TV and like s- smoke something. And like, that's no, you have to get out of that room. So yeah, a lot of, a lot of time outdoors. Um, Even while I'm working, which is funny because we have a bunch of geese out here that two sets of geese have goslings and that's when they get real mean. So they're constantly fighting. So I'll be like on a Zoom call (laughs) and they're just like honking and hissing out Mm -hmm. in the distance. I'm like, sorry, somebody got too close to somebody else's baby. (laughs) Oh, God. (laughs) (laughs) Um, We actually, John and I saved a little baby gosling the other day, which is... So I will try to tell the story really quick cuz I know like we've been talking for a while but um so yeah two little sets of goslings and there was one that was limping really bad and just like oh what's wrong with him and the next day John and I were trying to get a video of him to send to like a local wildlife thing you know somebody come help this little baby um and while we were trying to get that video um someone else who was walking noticed that there was string on his feet and his feet were actually tied together so he wasn't just limping anymore. It's like he would jump and then have to lay down and then jump and then lay down. And I would, it looked like, you know, this baby has a neurological problem, but like he was literally hobbled. So this woman, very, very brave woman who does not live here, but um, sweetest thing, a new mama because her husband was carrying a little eight-week-old. So she just had that like
3: mm-hmm. mama really rage. Sweet.
1: So she like ran over and scooped up the gosling and like turned her back because Mama Goose came like down from the heavens attacking her. Um, luckily, Mama Goose then got the rest of her babies and, and went somewhere else and didn't continue to attack. But my husband is is a uh, <laughs> forever Boy Scout and never leaves without a um, Swiss Army knife. So this woman picked up the gosling and then John and I run over there and he like cuts his feet apart and. The two of us, I felt like it was probably 10 minutes. It was probably like two minutes, but it felt forever. Like mm-hmm. I was unwinding one foot, and he was like this unwinding goose the other could one. come
0: at any moment. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs>
1: yes, but there was so much like string and fishing wire wrapped around oh, his little
0: feet. Poor oh, baby.
1: Like his little webbed feet were swollen. I didn't even know that could happen. <gasps> and like one of his little, you know how like cats have little dew claws on the back of their, mm-hmm. like geese basically have the same thing. And one of his little toes was all wrapped up in the fishing wire. I was like, oh. Oh. but we got them all free and dropped him back in the water and he swam off to his mama and now he's fine so
3: that made me very very
1: happy
2: so if you're a fisherman remember clean up your damn fishing wire
1: it's such a problem over here
2: i know geese are scary but little baby geese don't deserve
1: to be tied up exactly (laughs) oh such a sweet little guy
3: that's so sweet
1: it was funny because we came home and um (laughs) john was like what can i do to like get paid to do this. I feel like I need to rescue birds all the time. Like, he was riding this adrenaline. High. <laughs> cutest thing. But anyways. Uh, we, we live
2: in well, America. Like I found my on our-
3: <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> hey, the gig economy has to include saving birds, right? Right. I mean,
2: everything's the gig economy now.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but, but geese are scary and they actually have weird teeth on their tongues and stuff and they can fuck you up, so don't actually do that. Yeah, yeah.
0: They can be freaking mean especially I, when there's babies
1: around
2: i there's this little place that i like to hike and um there's always and if i'm the only person there if there's not a lot of people hiking there um it's it's kind of like a, i say hike it's very low impact hike that's i and, say the same thing around here yeah and so yeah, it's, a trial.
1: it's a trail. it's a trail it's hiking it's not just walking yeah trail but trail. we're
2: gonna we're, we're gonna say hiking because it makes us sound rugged um yes. But if there's not a lot of people there and it's just me, there'll be a lot of geese. And I get really nervous. I was like, okay, I want to get my steps in. I want to do like the routine, like the, the trail routine that I usually do. I will go out of my way in like tall, uncomfortable grass that has just all the ticks <laughs> in it. Just uh, all the ticks to to avoid a geese. Just come hits hiss at me. <laughs> like I would, I, dude, I'm... When I was like four, a goose ran after me, and my grandmother had to shield me while my grandpa like shoot it away. And I'm so I'm kind of like a little tiny bit afraid of geese now. Don't oh, they're scary. Like, just a little bit. They're but scary they're for like,
1: sure.
2: Goslings are cute though. But
1: the, yeah, the babies um, still need to be protected from fishing wire.
2: Yeah. Um, uh, as far as self care goes. I have been, because what I usually like to do for self-care, you know, I like to sit in a bathtub with bath salts Mm -hmm. and what have you, listen to music, Mm -hmm. read a book, read some poetry. That's usually what I like to do. I have not been able to do that simply because I can't, like, center myself enough to do that. Like, I can't, I I just, I cannot be prevailed upon to carve out the time of day because I'm just not feeling it.
3: Mm Mm-hmm.
2: It's one of those things. It's like I feel too tired for self care, which is like a bad mentality to be in. No, that's another no, self sabotage thing. It's
0: not, yeah, it's yeah, it's, it's very self sabotaging. It's, it's yeah. also sometimes it is self care to just recognize I'm too tired to do this thing, with that would be self care, and I'm that's, just gonna yeah, sure. go to bed.
2: Yeah, that you know? that's fair. I think the biggest self care, like on Beltane, I I did walk a lot. Like that, one of the things that I've been doing, I've just been walking my dog a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, listening to true crime podcasts, which, you know, that's not entirely healthy, but, <laughs> but the other thing is like, because, you know, I'm such a Pisces rising, but you know, because I have, I, I've sent you my chart, Jenny. I have a lot of people pleasing tendencies mm-hmm. just based on my chart and based on the fact that I am super bipolar, uh, <laughs> with a generalized anxiety disorder, um, But I, but I mean, like, you know, and, and it's, it's not really my birth birth chart. It's mostly my trauma, but like, I do have a lot of people pleasing tendencies and I do have a lot of, if somebody hurt, and in the past it's always been very much, if somebody hurt my feelings, uh, it's my fault Mm. and I shouldn't take it so seriously or, um, I'm overthinking it. Or if my feelings are hurt, maybe my feelings do deserve to be hurt. Maybe I'm too much on my high horse and, um, and they're just trying to knock me down a peg. But like lately, you know, some things have happened where my feelings have gotten really hurt and I'm kind of just letting myself be angry about it because, you know, it's, it's not good. Like when I'm already down It's not good to kick somebody when they're already down. Mm -hmm. And that's not good. And I don't deserve that. And it doesn't matter how much of a people pleaser I am. Sometimes your friends just have to read the fucking room and be like, maybe we shouldn't snap at Shay. Maybe we shouldn't belittle her. Maybe, maybe it's, (laughs) um, maybe I shouldn't lead this person on and initiate all these things just to ghost her for three days. Maybe that's not a good thing. And, um, I'm just kind of, I guess like the best self-care that I'm doing right now is just letting myself be mad. Um, because I've, I really do try to like push that. I always try to like, um, not live up to the stereotype of an Aries, right? Like, I don't want to be like the angry Aries. Like, I'm like, I'm not angry. I'm passionate and I'm very loyal. Um, uh yada, yeah, and it's no, Aries aren't angry all the time, yada yada yada. And and then I was actually talking about this with Cap. Um and I was telling them how angry I was about things that were being said to me and things that were happening. And I remember I said, I I I told them, I was like, I'm not gonna be much fun to talk to right now. Mm-hmm. So I understand if you need to leave me alone for a second, because I'm very angry. I want to be angry. Um, I don't want to be sad right now. I want to be angry. Um, so you don't have to talk to me right now, because that's not your job to
3: mm-hmm.
2: placate me when I'm angry. But I just want to warn you, I am going to be angry right now. I am making the conscious choice to be angry. <laughs> um Because, you know, anger, that very rational emotion uh, where you need the consciousness. Yeah. Um, But, you know, like, it's all those like toxic, positive people, especially like fundamentalist Christians of like, I'm just choosing to be happy right now. We choose to be happy. Fuck it. I'm choosing to be angry. I want to be fucking angry.
0: Most Um, of us weren't allowed to be angry most of our lives, especially women. And so like, yeah, yeah, when you're fucking angry, be angry.
2: And that was so nice because Cap was so validating because they were very good at that. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's like your anger is beautiful, and I hate whoever told you your anger is not beautiful.
3: Aww. And that was such
2: a validating thing to say and to hear. And, cause, and it did make me feel better. <laughs> like it made me feel a shit done better. And
0: um, well, you got permission yeah. to be angry, right? Yeah. Yeah. Because it, it
2: feels like you do need permission to be angry sometimes in this day and age, especially if you are a femme person and it's. And I just, I need some divine rage, you know, because, y- you know, we, it's not all, it's not always Diana and Aragia and Bridget. Sometimes you need the Morgan to get in there.
1: Yeah. And, you know, and. For sure. Well, and sometimes if you've, you know, speaking as someone who had very, very, very porous boundaries up until, you know, not too long ago, sometimes you get, you know, knocked down to a point. Where it's like the righteous anger will come out and everybody's like, where did that come from? It's like, it's been seething under here the whole time. You just didn't see because I let you, you know, I, I let you pass through so freely. And, and at some point, point it's like your your psyche is just like, nope, these walls got to go up.
2: And I hate it because I don't know if you guys have ever experienced this with a cis het male lover. Um <laughs> Um I don't know.
0: I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry.
2: No no hate to my cis men out there. Everyone is every, everyone's beautiful in their own way. Uh, that's so condescending. It's yeah. um, very um, like
1: Eliza Schlesinger when you go into that voice.
2: <laughs> I love Eliza Schlesinger. I, do too. Oh, I, <laughs> I, I use that voice all the time. Like whenever I'm like driving my mom around and something is like, Shay, do you know where you're going? i will be like my se- um Sagittarius is in my ninth house. I actually have an <laughs> impeccable sense of direction. Thanks,
3: <laughs> but
1: oh my God, I love amazing.
2: saying that. Um,
1: oh, that's so good. But
2: I, I know, I'm such a dick. But I, <laughs> um, I um, but you know, because we do seethe, and we are told so much that we like can't be angry. And so when thing when the little things make us angry to the point where eventually it just explodes out of us because just one more thing made us angry. And then like, we're talking to possibly a not very good partner, possibly a toxic partner.
3: Mm-hmm. And what
2: will that toxic partner say? Well, you're, you're keeping crazy. score against me. You're keeping, cause you're just, you're just holding on to all these things that I do. And instead of just like telling me when it happens, you're, you're holding on to it. I'm like, yes, because I'm trying not to let it bother me.
1: Right, they're trying I'm to trying... turn it into, like, you're being manipulative by doing yeah,
2: it. Yeah, it's like, I'm trying to basically gaslight myself for the sake of you. Mm-hmm. And Damn, that's what that... happens.
0: <laughs> yeah, that that just right cut me pretty deep right there, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
2: And, and I don't, it, it's like that song, like, you know, you make me do too much labor. Like, I really wish that sometimes these cishet males That we fall in love with for some God knows why reason. I wish they understood just how much emotional labor we do for them. Mm -hmm. Like, I really do wish that they understood. Just on some modicum. But, yeah. So, again, the rage is coming out, as you can see.
1: (laughs) But, um. Okay, so, so again, you need to tap into your inner Ursula. Because Ursula's (laughs) self-care has been standing up for herself.
2: Yeah, and that's, I'm actually going to be doing that. A little bit tomorrow. Uh,
1: oh, you're like planning to, this. What is it for?
2: <laughs> well, I'm just I'm, I'm I, I gotta tread lightly because they listen to this podcast. But um, but I'm I'm just gonna basically confront a friend about something that hurt my feelings. Okay. And like I value this friendship, I want to be this person's friend. You know, as long as I can be. It's just the way to do that is I gotta kind of like let them know. It's like this hurt my
0: feelings yeah well, sure, I and mean, I think that's wow, you guys okay so have have you seen the newest episode of Ted Lasso? Yes, I don't watch it's, it. I it's kind to. of about this <gasps> I know it, it's that's... actually kind of about this right here, in two things that we've talked about. one is like you never know what shit someone else is going through, right? That's one of the yeah. big takeaways from it, but the other one yeah. was like someone thinking that their other their friend was mad and like hurting their feelings. For a reason that wasn't even the reason it's because yes. their feelings had gotten hurt uh-huh. and and it took them having to actually confront and talk about it to find out like what was actually going on versus making assumptions yes right yeah and so i don't think that i i guess i take the word that you said confront like i think that I you think... going and saying hey I just need you to know that this hurt my feelings and I would like to not feel that way, you know, around you. Yeah. And can, is there a way for us to not do this again? I don't think mm-hmm. that has to be confrontational. And no, but know, when I you're afraid
1: know. of confrontation, that feels sure. like confrontation. Sure.
2: Yeah. And that's, that's the thing. Cause I mean, obviously like I know this person, they're a good person and I I think we're gonna come out of this okay. Like I'm I'm fairly certain. But you know, you know, you just you're always scared. Right?
3: Mm-hmm. And absolutely
2: because basically, and that's in one of my very toxic traits. I have a tendency to vague book.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I've noticed that recently. <laughs>
2: yeah, I've been vague booking a lot because I've been very just angry. I mean, not only is it the full moon in Scorpio. Not only is Mercury in retrograde. Not only is Pluto in retrograde. I'm also hormonal as shit this full moon pulled on my menstrual cycle so bad oh. <laughs> and um i probably blew the the sound out with that lovely period uh-huh. song um <laughs> that period <laughs> song it's a crazy ex-girlfriend <laughs> period sex period sex.
1: And I oh. need to go back and watch that again. That was pretty That's underrated. Such a good show.
0: I love the, that God, the heavy boobs
1: song. The heavy yeah. boobs oh, song yeah. kills me. See, um, we
0: we know somebody who does an an incredible number to that, number yes. to that song. Really? Yes. Me, Mercury oh. is yes.
1: amazing,
0: and I love that number so yes. much. Yes. Like, yes. That song um. was written
3: for
1: me.
0: <laughs> I you know has... like there are so many things going under there. And, <laughs> it's hilarious
2: here are a list of all of the things that i can fit under my boobs that's
1: mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, so good
2: but i i love it i miss the like old um music video for it because of the because you know the if you haven't seen the music video it's like you know they're they're bouncing their boobs up and down Mm-mm. as the dance mm-hmm. and then at the very end all of them are holding their boobs going ow <laughs> but they don't do that in the show uh, and I'm like, uh-huh.
1: <laughs> oh so I, I i need to look that up then i'm like that with uh flight of the concords like everybody loves the show but i'm like you have to watch like the live performances like humans are done is so much funnier live business time is so <laughs> much funnier live. <laughs> yeah.
2: i love flight of the concords
1: uh, me uh, too yeah,
2: this is you know this is self-care just talking to you ladies is self-care at this point yeah, yeah. and i
1: said that we were shay and i were texting earlier <laughs> today or maybe it was yesterday i can't even remember because what is time All and it was just like together. yeah it's just like you know what we're we're both gonna feel better after we we start talking and joking around yes yes so this is
2: definitely a time for self-care but um uh going back to like the astrology stuff mm-hmm. sorry y'all that was a today. big one. That's,
0: I, like that it. Is... <laughs> I like it. Right, I don't like even it. know what's going on. They're like looking out the back window. I'm like, there is not a thing but squirrels back there, probably right now. So
2: they're defending your house. I do know squirrels. I have a
0: possum that comes in the backyard. So it is. I love
3: possums.
1: I, I do too. I think they're so cute. They're, they're their just... little hands kind of freak me out sometimes, but they just have sweet little faces. Oh, those
0: yeah. the teeth. The teeth yeah. are not cute. Well, when they, when they <laughs> hiss, they're not cute either. <laughs>
1: yeah. Yeah.
2: There was a possum that snuck in to the, the, to the old house. I was, I was renting a room out of there. A possum did sneak into the, to the garage. Really? Yeah. Aww. And it scared my roommate real bad. And he was <laughs> like, there, there's going to be a, it, it probably has rabies. I'm like, no possums don't. No.
1: Possums Blue are rabies. awesome. If there are possums around, leave them there. They eat ticks. They eat mosquitoes. Mm-hmm. Like they're they're really good, good, good
2: little babies. Yeah. Um, their tails kind of freak me out, but other than that, Their they tails are, good are a little, little gross
1: too. Is that like yeah. pink shiny kind of tail? Yeah,
2: mm-hmm. yeah. And, like armadillos. Uh, but <laughs> I I feel so bad for armadillos. Because... I only ever
1: see them on the side of the road. Yeah, and their
2: feet are sense. always yeah. sticking straight up like oh, a cartoon yeah. character it makes me so sad but um but speaking of astrology so this is the scorpio taurus lunar cycle correct mm-hmm.
1: well that that's the eclipse cycle that we just came out of so that's the last the scorpio so eclipse was, was the last um
2: so our next cycle I
1: would believe be gemini Gemini capricorn axis
2: or no it would be gemini no no no, 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 no not,
1: not capricorn um Sag? yeah, yeah. What's opposite Gemini? Sagittarius. Sag, yeah, okay, yeah.
2: Because it's air, yeah. Because it's their mutable signs, and it has to be their their um, complementary elements. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. So, oh, so that will be fun. Yeah, <laughs> that's of, that'll be for the next like you know two years or whatever. Just, that's that
2: for the for the next two years, we're just going to be asking all the questions and talking <laughs> and talking a lot. <laughs> we're gonna be run. we're gonna be we're we're gonna our our fight or flight instinct is gonna be nothing but flight (laughs) and it's just gonna be let's run away from our problems for the next two years that sounds really mean I love you Geminis I love you Sagittarius (laughs) but y'all y'all know what you do (laughs) (laughs) all mutable signs run away from their problems yeah basically
1: but mutable signs run away from their problems and have bad boundaries
0: so according <laughs> yes. to my app, it says it starts in Scorpio and ends in Sagittarius in June, on June 3rd. Okay. Um, okay. It starts sense. in Scorpio 29 degrees and Sagittarius 13 degrees. Well, the full it's moon is the the, the the last eclipse that's happening in those times. Oh, that eclipse. Happens. Okay. Sorry. Oh, okay. Sorry. Yeah. I thought you were just talking about what are we going into with the next full moon? Oh, no. Well, I
2: know that, yeah. Our next one is going to be a Sag full moon. So
1: yes.
2: get your philosophical questions ready, everybody. Time mm-hmm. to manifest some answers. Hell yeah. I don't know if Sag is a great manifesting moon.
3: <laughs>
1: and uh, Again, it all depends on where it is in your chart, but I'm going to stop fair. saying that because I'm sounding like a broken record. I don't want to be. Annoying. No,
0: I like it. You <laughs> know, <it's a> bro- <laughs> I guess it's a broken record. That's playing a good song. I dig I it. I guess yeah. so. You know, I, you guys know that I love CoStar and we can go into like talking about stuff that Mm -hmm. we love, but, um, so CoStar, like it does the table, you know, with, with where your stuff is, but it also does the circle, which I've never been able to understand ever. Okay. Um, Mm -hmm. like, you know, like this. Uh Yeah. Yeah. Well, and their, their chart is a
1: little different. My, my own,
0: honestly, that's my only issue like CoStar. I don't have a ninth house. I don't. I don't have a third house. I don't have a but sixth house. Like on but, my chart, right? Exactly. But, it, but it's not here.
1: That's my yeah. issue with co With with people who learn their chart in that format, it's like I don't have Libra. I don't have this house. I don't. Yeah. Like, you have all of that energy. Yeah. Is there? It's just not you know pinpointed by a planet. Right. So it's still the energy can still be very strong. Right. Um, yeah, the wheels are harder to you know. CoStar does a really good job of, of laying it out very simply. Right. Um, what I would recommend if you don't have it is get the Sanctuary app. Okay. I think that's probably one of my favorite apps um, as far as they still give you like the, the chart wheel, but they break it down very, very simply. And they also have like a great social media presence. They have really fun like memes that they do. They, they do like a really great job with their horoscope app. Um, okay. but yeah, that's, I use, um, sanctuary. I also use time passages, which is, um, yeah, I mean, as if you scary. really want to geek out, it's very, very, very info heavy. Okay. But if you really want to learn about like what the aspects in your chart are doing, then time passages is what you want to look at. I'm
2: such cool. a baby. I'm still on CafeAstrology.com.
1: Well, I mean, that's, that's fine. It's just, you have to go to your browser mm-hmm. every time.
2: That's fair. Yeah, I should get an app. The only thing is, I don't always trust those apps, because one of them said that my rising was Aries. And I'm like, you're, you're wrong.
1: It's probably because it's your whole sign. <laughs>
2: yeah, so um, i correct.
1: <laughs> that is, I mean, I've, I listen to a lot of astrology podcasts. And it's interesting hearing people debating the different sign or the different house systems. And mm-hmm. that's one of the things is like Cafe Astrology and Time Passages and CoStar and Sanctuary and all these like really big apps usually use the Placidus um, yeah. system. But like Chani is whole sign. So if you look okay. up your chart on a Channy Nichols app or on her site, it's going to say something different. And it's okay. it can be really difficult to like suddenly I'm a 10th house uh, Taurus and not a ninth house Taurus and that's like that's a big mm. part a of big my difference. chart that I like yeah that I like hook yeah. into it was like a lot of my personality and like my upbringing and how I fought against the religion of my youth and like it's very all ninth house stuff and suddenly it's like wait 10th house so I'm, I'm supposed to just be concerned with career it's, yeah. it can be that's... hard if you, if you get used to your chart in one way and then look at it in another
2: but yeah. tenth house is also like reputation, so that yeah. could, you know, um, it's legacy, it's yeah. reputation, yeah.
1: But so I don't know if that could like help a little, like if that oh, like for, adds in for into, sure. Into, and like, you know, religion. I can I can analyze that and and find out, you know, find something that describes me very well too. It's just yeah. if you're used to a certain that like you, like you said, if your rising sign is suddenly different, that's, yeah i know, you know i
2: right because i feel like your rising sign is almost more important than your sun sign in my per because i feel like it's more personalized to you yeah you know um i might be in the because again when people meet me they're like oh you're a pisces right because you're mm-hmm. so nice and i'm like say that to my face motherfucker i ain't nice i am nice but i don't want to be i don't want to be nice anymore uh but uh yeah what is your rising again ursula Taurus. Taurus. That's right. There's so much Taurus energy. I'm such the outlier. Uh, Oh, by the way, the thing I wanted to mention earlier that I noticed about Aquarians. So, when you think the most dualistic, erratic, the the two signs that are the most dualistic and erratic, which ones come to mind?
1: For me, Pisces and Gemini.
2: Okay. Well, yeah, Pisces. But I mean, that's because because they're Pisces. (laughs) But you know, You think Libra and Gemini, in my opinion, I mean, yeah, Libras Mm -hmm. are cardinal signs, but they're also diplomatic almost to a fault because they can become very wishy-washy. Yes. And, you know, it's just, you know, they're constantly seeking a balance. Gemini will never find a balance (laughs) because they're so erratic. Love you, Geminis, but you are. Um, I was realizing Aquarius is so much, it's very much in that same realm, So I'm thinking it's just an air sign thing, yeah. like the dualism and erraticness. Because Aquarians, I realize they're either not emotional at all Mm -hmm. or they are super emotional. And I think I got the super emotional Aquarius Mm -hmm. in my moon. (laughs) Um, Because, again, like, as I always say, there's a million thoughts and feelings bouncing around in their head at one time. So I'm thinking, is this just an air sign thing, like just super dualistic and erratic? um so. it's,
1: yeah and also just leading with with intellect more not i mean cerebral yeah but also there's a certain detached thing they
2: haven't they have emotions that they overthink too much yeah they whereas intellectualize water their never, emotions whereas water signs are just like this is my feeling now yeah. and we're all yeah. gonna have to fucking deal with it <laughs> very much the same with fire signs mm. um is it all right because i'm realizing that my computer is dying oh no um yeah i'm also fading yes. because of uh, the lack can of sleep i this week. can can i do my tarot yes. card police? yes please. um so i did it earlier while we were all talking and if funny enough can multitask uh, i know because i'm a pisces rising it's a mutable sign guys see i do that voice i do i do the astro girly voice yep uh I annoy everyone around me. I don't know why I can't find love it could be because I'm, <laughs> oh I'm annoying as fuck. Um, so funny enough because I feel like I always end up drawing a sword card mm-hmm. for us. Queen
0: of Swords. Wow, seriously? Yeah, I'm gonna laugh if we get swords this whole year. That would be hilarious. Yeah. I would love it because we're just fighters.
2: Okay, um, but
1: Queen of is- Swords, Queen of Boundaries. It's it's Queen all of what? boundaries.
2: Yes, and that is, um, and this is actually what I wrote for Queen of Swords uh, a year ago. Um, Though I always say, let's see, it represents feminine strength and intensity, Mm -hmm. all of us. Um, It could also just represent a feminine person who uses their wits and emotional fortitude to overcome any obstacle that is in their way. And this person can be a true blue friend to their loved ones, but they can also be a bit cold and indignant. Um, this card can pop up when it 's time to use what you have learned to fight injustice, Ursula, and it can also symbolize resentment <laughs> me of other people's <laughs> happiness or it can serve as a warning against resentful people so Jenny, be careful of me okay. i'm resentful, <laughs> I'm resentful. Hey, if um, you resent me tell me <laughs> i would, I do not resent you at all i I thank the Lord and the gods and goddesses every day for you too. So
0: I love you. I love you witches. Well, you know, it's one of the things about queen of swords is like the, the unbiased judgment. And I feel like listening to you talk, especially about some of the stuff that's been going on, you should, you should take some of that into account with your own heart and your own spirit and have some of that unbiased judgment on yourself. That is yeah. very hard for me to do, but I,
2: I, I will do my best.
0: I, I know your background. For so yes, <laughs> I know that it's hard for everybody, but sometimes like sometimes, um, uh, what's your name's gotta be in your head where you're just like, you know, if, if I can look at everyone and say, everyone's doing the very best that they can just do like mm-hmm. every day, then I can recognize that in myself as well.
1: That's right.
2: Good. Yeah.
1: I'm
0: I'm like, but I don't want
1: to be angry. Well, no, I (laughs) don't want to be angry
0: angry, at other people. I don't want to be angry at me. (laughs) Yeah, but being angry is fine. But also, like, you know, it's okay to be angry. It's okay to want boundaries. It's okay to, like, need all of those things.
2: It is. And I'm um,
1: figuring that out. I'm learning that.
0: It's hard,
2: but I'm trying.
1: (laughs) I feel the Queen of Swords is very much the stand up for yourself this is what i will tolerate this is what i will not tolerate yes from my friends from from my lovers from everybody in my sphere this Mm -hmm. is me yeah and these are the obstacles that i will overcome
3: Mm -hmm.
2: and she also just you know in this particular deck she has a crown of butterflies so you know That just also just adds a touch of fabulousness to it. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. It's Dolly Parton. Dolly Parton is the. Oh, nice. So there you go.
3: (laughs) Of course. She loves
1: butterflies. (laughs) Sure. Love it. Okay. Um, Well, we kind of talked about astrology the entire podcast. Yes. Um, You know what? We
2: needed to, though. We needed a good astrology episode.
1: So Mercury retrograde is in Taurus right now. And then the new moon in Taurus is coming up um, next week so um that's now that we're past the eclipse it is a good time to get back into that manifestation practice and um overall just thinking about like what Taurus represents not only in your chart but just you know to everybody so you know, and a lot about your your values and your loyalty um <laughs> as a Taurus it's hard for me to intellectualize because there are so many parts of. I never wanted to be a Taurus growing up. I never wanted to. My sister was like, my sister was the Pisces, and she was like, free spirited, and always had all these boyfriends, and was just like, tra la 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 la. And I was like, I'm reading stuff. It's like you're you're a stick in the mud, and you're
0: stubborn. You, and you just want to work all the
1: goddess. time. Yes, you're I, and I, an
2: earth goddess.
1: No, but I fought against all that stuff for so yeah. long growing up. You know now. I understand, like, oh, structure is actually kind of nice, you know? Yeah. I, I thrive on structure, but I, I refused to accept that growing up. It's like, right. no, I'm a Leo rising. I don't know what this Taurus thing is.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> but um, anyways, so, yeah, just think about um, – I'm not going to do the run-through again because it took too long last time. I will put something up on Instagram, though, about like what to look <coughs> out for with the upcoming new moon. So check that out. It's at you can Moon it. We can also
0: add it to the show notes as well. Yeah. 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 For sure. And anybody um, that you want to shout out, we didn't really get a chance to talk about it. Um, but I, um, if you want to send those to me, we can add those to the show notes as well. For sure. Yeah. We'll definitely I don't do
2: know that. if I want to shout out anyone i just need to learn who. you just, need to, just need to shout at well, someone I, 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 I really do that i mean there's that but i really do want to figure out who wrote the song stop giving men microphones because i do want to like give them an actual shout out so i'll figure oh, okay, it out fine okay find cool. that and we can yeah.
0: we can put that somewhere yes, stop sure. giving yes. Men
2: my yeah, it, microphones. well now know, i can only hear
0: waterfalls no, yes. I, I,
2: i'm just singing it wrong <laughs>
3: <laughs> so, oh, yeah, we'll
0: it I, all, all i hear these days is i follow the guy that does all the versions of get low <laughs> wait who is this i i mean i mean i'll I I'll, I'll find him he's hilarious he like takes all these old songs and it's like to the window to the wall <laughs> Feel the sweat drop down my balls. My, my favorite is Johnny got low,
2: but but the um, apple bottom jeans, boots with the
1: fur. Oh, Johnny okay. so, had the whole club looking at her. My niece, my niece was like, "Cause you saying that when we were there at the dunk tank, and she was like, oh, did you hear that? She did apple bottom jeans.' So it's a wonderful world, or whatever." <laughs> <It's> like, <"Yeah." laughs> we are very
2: serious witches and we talk about serious magical topics yes yes
1: for sure (laughs) Louis (laughs) armstrong singing about apple bottom jeans
2: (laughs) god i needed this you guys have no idea how badly i needed this let's let's not wait let's not wait three months for the next sneeze (laughs) i love you guys
0: so much yeah let's not let life get in the way i love you witches i love you too witches all right (laughs)
2: <laughs> go go be in the queen of swords.
1: Yes. <laughs>